Good evening, good evening, good evening, my brothers and sisters. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we are glad about it. Good Wednesday evening to you. I pray that you are well, pray that you are uh, healthy and safe and see that you all are already checking in. Uh, you know what I need you to do? Go ahead. If you have not already, share this with your neighbors, share this on your timeline. Go ahead and push that share button. I see we've got about 70 people who are watching right now. So let's get those numbers up. Somebody doesn't know that we're on. So go ahead and share that right now. Let your neighbor know, remind them, hey, it's Bible study night. It's Bible. Why aren't you here yet? It's Bible study night. Clara Roberts, good evening. God bless you. Good to have you with us. Diane Snow, good evening. God bless you. Good to have you. Dwayne Wilson, good evening to you, my friend, my brother. Sister Moncure, God bless you. Good to have you with us on this morning. Sister Redmond as well. Amen. So good to see all of you in the room on tonight. Amen. I know that God is blessing and keeping, and I need you. I need you to stay safe, you all. Need you to continue to wear those masks. You know, you know I saw the numbers just like you did, so let's make sure uh, that we're doing our level best to stay safe in this thing. It is not over yet. Amen. Good evening. Good evening, Loretta Epps, Lucille Green, uh, Denise Colbert, uh, Virginia Wilson. Good evening. Amen. Y'all are coming in now. God bless you. Good evening, Philandra Mack. We're certainly praying for the Mack family. God bless you. We're keeping you in our prayers, Mack family. We love you all. Amen. God is able. He's a very present help. And God has not forgotten about you, Sister Mac, Philandra, Chandra, all of you all. We love you dearly. Uh, Kaola Williams, God bless you. Good to see you all. Good to see you. Juanita Norwood, uh, Louise Moore. Amen. Aggie Duvall. Amen. Y'all getting the numbers up now. God bless you. Let's keep keep getting them up. Go ahead and share it. Share it with your neighbor. Share it with your friend. I, I thank God for you. Thank God for each of you. While you all are coming in. Uh, listen, this past Sunday, I hope you enjoyed um, uh, the uh, the wonderful, beautiful Christmas decorations uh, that are in the sanctuary. Let me take a moment and just thank uh, Sister Faye Foster and Sister Doris Wright, uh, who did a wonderful job decorating the sanctuary with those beautiful uh, poinsettias and uh, the beautiful uh, wreaths and everything, just making it look real Christmassy, ready for the Christmas holiday. And then thank you to... Uh, Brother Ewing, Lee Ewing, I I I, I call him our resident uh, horticulturalist. He he uh, uh, makes sure that those plants stay beautiful and and stay healthy and 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 alive. Amen. So thank you, thanks to all of you all uh, for just making sure that that the sanctuary um, uh, is festive and ready for uh, the celebration of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Good evening, everybody. So glad that you are with us. Keep sharing, keep sharing. We're going to get into the lesson in just a moment. Uh, while we're doing that, let me remind you on this past uh, Friday, this past Friday, we sent out uh, a wellness check-in. One of the things that that we are attempting to do, trying our best to do uh, in this, this time when we are away from each other, we're trying to make sure uh, that we stay connected as best we can, that we not only stay connected, but that we stay in touch and in tune uh, with you, with your needs. And so we don't we don't want anyone falling through the cracks. We don't want people suffering in silence and and not uh, we not knowing about uh, the needs that exist. And so uh, we need everybody. We want all of our members uh, to take part in the wellness check. You see it on the screen there. Uh, if you did not get the link, if you text wellness check to that number 90888, 
text the word wellness. I'm sorry, wellness Cade. Wellness Cade. I'm sorry. Thank you. Text the word wellness Cade to 90888. Or you can uh the, the link is on the timeline. Yeah, it's in the in the chat right now. Uh that link is in the chat right now. So make sure that you go there. Uh, it, it's about a three-minute assessment. It does not take long, but we just want to uh, make sure that we stay connected, in touch with you. If there are some needs there that we know about it, uh, so that we can minister to you uh, and make sure that uh, that that your needs are being met. We don't want we don't want our membership uh, to be suffering uh, and you not hearing from your church family. Amen. So go ahead and do that now if you haven't done so already. Again, text Wellness Cade to 90888. If you've already done that, thank you for that. Matter of fact, look, I, I've got the assessment for those who have already done it. I've been looking at it already. Uh, and so we thank you for those responses. Thank you for letting us uh, uh, know what, what's going on in your life and in your family and how we can best minister to you. If you have not done it, go ahead and do it this evening. Uh, so that we can make sure that we know how our congregation is doing in terms of its faith, in terms of its family, your family, in terms of your finances, whatever the needs are, uh, there are some questions there that can help you uh, communicate that to us. So make sure you do that. The text, uh, again, wellness K to 90888, or do the link that is in the, uh, the uh, chat line right now. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Listen, let's pray and get into the lesson for tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you tonight that you are with us. You said you'd never leave us nor forsake us. And in challenging times, we are thankful that we can depend upon you. God, we pray now your blessings upon our time together. We pray that you will give us insight and understanding uh, to hear the truth of your word, to be convicted and converted if necessary and convinced about the truth therein. God, open our eyes that we might see, open our ears that we might hear, open our hearts that we might feel the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit. Granted in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray, amen and amen. God bless you, God bless you. So listen, uh, it, listen, if this is your first time joining us, we may have some someone who is joining us. If it's your first time, go ahead and type first time in the chat. We want to welcome you. We want to welcome you if this is your first time with us. And also go ahead and let TA know that you're uh, welcoming him. Say hello to TA for tonight. Amen, you all. All right. So listen, let's get into the lesson tonight. Last week, we talked about, uh, we started a lesson on the gifts, the four gifts uh, given to us that God gives to us, four gifts that God gives to us. And we want to continue in that lesson. Last week, we talked about the gift of creation. Uh, tonight, we want to talk about the gift of life, the gift of life. Okay. The gift of life, L-I-F-E, the gift of life. I want to begin uh, tonight, and, and I, I may not be, I may not talk, take all the time, but I'm going to take a little of your time. <laughs> um, I want to begin tonight. Uh, let, let me start actually by talking about um, life and what we hear when we hear that word, because the word life in many respects um, has become very politicized. You think about the term life and how it's used 
in current day politics, modern, modern day politics. Life has almost become synonymous with, with, with conservatism. Um, and it need not be so because life is not given to a party of people. Life is not an issue uh, that, that, that is representative of only one political ideology. But life is a gift that God has given, that God has granted. And so in Genesis, Genesis chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, you got your Bibles? Genesis 2 and 7 says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of what? Of life. And man became a living soul. The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. So, so last week we saw creation itself as the, the beautiful gift that God has given, that, that God creates this awesome world. He creates man and puts man in charge of this world and says to man, I want you to, to, to keep it, uh, to till the ground, to keep the ground, to keep it nice, to be a steward of creation. But he also, and, and that creation itself is life, right? But he gives us this great gift of our lives, this body. We are living, and I love I love how the Bible puts it here. It says, breathe into his nostrils of the breath of life, and man became a living soul. A living soul. So, so so in essence, we are at the core of our beings is the soul of man. But that soul is not dead, it's it's alive. We we have been given life by God. God's breath. And with that life, God said, I want you, I want you to live it. I want you to experience it in its fullness. I love this, y'all. He says, I, I've given you life and I want you, watch this, to live it. And I want you to be afraid all through the Bible, you hear God saying to man, fear not, don't be afraid. And I'm convinced that many of us are not experiencing the fullness of life because we're living in fear. Fear of what could happen, fear of what might happen if we do this, fear fear of, of you know, uh, the risks involved if we do this. and. And don't get me wrong, there, there, there's a reason that God gives us healthy fear, right? And, and that we should, uh, you know, we should not be uh, uh, silly and, and take risks that are uh, to our detriment. But he does not, God does not expect us to live our lives in fear. There's so many things that some of us have never done and never will do because we're scared. I said, we scared, that's right. I'm an English major, I can say that. <laughs> We're scared, we're scared 
to to just to just try some things some of us some of us have not tried anything new in terms of what we eat because we're scared of different foods amen somebody we don't know when we, we don't know what other stuff even tastes like. We don't know what other cuisine tastes like because we're scared to try it. Scared to, y'all know I'm right. I mean, we look at some foods and we say, I don't know about that, <laughs> right? Never tried it, never tasted it, never, right? And 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 there are cultures, there are whole cultures who eat certain foods that we've never even tried. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you to, to go out and, you know, do this, that, and that. But I am saying that God created such a huge world and we have so narrowly limited ourselves to our one-track reality that we don't experience the full range and the full complexities and the full beauties of life, life and its fullness, right? You you ought to know you ought to know how something other than pork chops tastes. Amen. You ought to eat something other than ribs and catfish. Talk to me, somebody. You you ought to you ought to you ought to taste sushi one time. Okay, it, it, I mean, if you're not allergic to it, right? Don't don't do anything that you're allergic to. But but if it's something that you've never experienced, right? And and people do it all the time. I mean, people eat these foods, but you stuck on on greens and and bacon, and you've never had. Come on, y'all. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I'm, I'm gonna stop messing with you because you. You're gonna think I'm I'm talking. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying we ought to experience the fullness of life. And that's what that's what I'm I'm gonna read it to you. In the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon talks about this. Ecclesiastes chapter five. Ecclesiastes chapter five, verses 18 through 20. Ecclesiastes chapter five. You ought to type in the in the chat line right now. Try something new. Type that. Try something new. It, 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 all you know is baked chicken and fried chicken. Try something new. Amen. Try something new. Type, tell your neighbor, try something new. Amen. Amen. Try something new. Uh, look at look at look at Ecclesiastes chapter five, verses 18 through 20. Here's what is here's, here's, here's what the writer says. It says, Behold, that which I've seen, it is good and comely for one to eat and to drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor that he taketh under the sun all the days of his life, which God giveth him, for it is his portion. Every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth and him and, and hath given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. This is the, what? The gift of God. Did you see that? This is the gift of God. Solomon says, listen, that, there, there's nothing wrong. Watch this. There's nothing. If you work hard, there is nothing wrong with enjoying the fruit of your labor. And you ought to quit making folk make you feel guilty 
for enjoying the life with which God has blessed you through your work. If you work hard, you ought to play hard. That's right. If you work hard, you ought to play hard. You ought to enjoy life and don't let anybody make you feel guilty about it. Let me help somebody. And, and for those of you who have already retired, and, and and listen, I know we're in a different state right now. Pandemic got us locked down. But after all this is over, my God, you, you ought to you rethink how, how safe you have been and, and saying you'll get to something someday. You'll do it. You'll do it someday. You'll do it when. You'll do it when, when you get there. Listen, if this thing has taught you anything, you ought to do what you can while you can, when you can. Amen, somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help somebody. You ought to do what you can while you can. And listen, let me help, let me help some of you who are retired and you've got you you've saved and you've got a, a good pension and 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 you've got some children who are not as as financially stable and, and they have they are watch this. They are depending on you and your pension. The devil is a lie. <laughs> listen, listen, it's one thing. It's one thing to have. It's one thing to. Yes, I do believe you ought to, ought to be able to leave an inheritance for your children. But I don't believe they ought to make their living off of yours. Amen, somebody. I'm talking good. You're just not saying anything. Listen, you. You ought you ought to you ought to make sure that you enjoy the fruit of your labor. If you have worked, if God has given you the ability to work and you have been faithful in your labor, there is nothing wrong with you enjoying life. Somebody say life. There is nothing wrong with you enjoying life and you ought to enjoy life to its fullest. And don't watch this. Don't let your children make you feel guilty because you are enjoying the fruit of your labor. If they labor, they will be able to enjoy theirs. I'm freeing somebody tonight. I don't know who it is, but I'm freeing somebody tonight. You, you, you've not been living the life you could and should live because you're supporting others who are now living off of you. My God, I didn't even mean to go into all this, but but apparently, apparently the Lord needs me to free you so you can enjoy life, the gift of life, the gift of life. Amen. The gift of life. So look, Solomon says this. He says, I'm going to read it again. Every man also to whom God has given riches and wealth and has given him power to eat thereof and to take his portion and rejoice in his labor. This is the gift of God. God, if God has given you the power to work, the power to amass some level of of of, of wealth and and security, uh, yeah, do right by your family, do right by your children and your grandchildren, leave an inheritance, but by all means, make sure that you enjoy life. Listen, you, you you ought not get to the end of your life full of regrets, talking about what you wish you had done. Amen, somebody. Am I helping anybody? Am I am I helping anybody? You don't, 
you you don't want to get to the end of your life talking about I wish I had gone here. I wish I had seen that. And you have the means to, right? And you have the ability to. But you simply didn't do it either because you were afraid, right? Or because you were tricked by guilt. Others made you guilty in enjoying the fruit of your labor. Or you just decided, watch this, that you would get around to it another time. Don't let those be the reasons why you don't enjoy life. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Um, let, let me let me move on. Let me move on. So look, uh, so 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 it is the gift of life. God has given us life and he it's OK. And, and I, I need for Christians. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, some Christians don't have a life. Let me let me. Can I just talk for a while? Is it OK? There's some Christians who who really just don't have a life, and and they 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 so encapsulate themselves and box themselves into one little prescribed thing that they don't know anything else. And I just don't believe that God created this vast world, all of this creation, with all of these cultures, all of these places, for us to just live in this one little box. No. Experience life, experience culture, experience languages, learn, listen. Listen to music. Listen to watch this. Listen to music you don't like. Learn some. My 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 daughter. My daughter. My daughter played something the other day, and you know I love music, um, but she played. My my daughter loves. She she's been taking French for the last few years, and and she's really she's really getting pretty good at it. She I I think she wants to go to go to France. Um, that that's another story. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pray on that. Amen. But but she she played she she uh went to my Spotify and she she played she queued up um I don't know the artist but it's a French artist and this guy was singing in in French and totally messed up my whole Spotify because you know Spotify once once it once it sort of you know sees that you like something it'll start you know bringing other stuff in um uh, but it's and it start and it, it started bringing in all these other kind of you know music from other languages and cultures and everything. And I'm like, okay, well, now I got to listen to this. Now I got to, but, but you know what? It's okay because I'm listening to stuff, watch this, that I otherwise would never have listened to. And I'm learning. I learned, I wish I could remember this, this artist's name, but, but he's a French artist. And one song that he was singing was, it was about cancer. And the only reason I know is because it had the subtitles in the, in the video, but but it, it was about a cancer survivor. It was a beautiful song. Um, but I never would have heard it, right? Had my daughter not done that. And I, all I'm saying is, there's so, if, if I just stayed with my, watch this, my English music, my music with the English language, 
I never would have been exposed to this new music. All I'm saying is there's so much out there. There's so much out there. Amen. There's so much out there. So let's experience. Let's experience the gift of life. God has given us this great big world. Now, let, let me get back to this politicization. Um, because in Deuteronomy, go to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30, uh, verses 15 through 20. Genesis, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Did y'all hear me going through the books of the Bible out loud? That's what coming to Sunday school would do, y'all. <laughs> they they drill the books of the Bible in us early in Sunday school. My my Sunday school teacher who did that was Sister Sister Minifield, Mother Minifield. She made us learn the books of the Bible: Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judge. All right, Gen, Gen, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy chapter thirty. Uh, verses 15 through 20. Here we go. It says this. See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil, and that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away so that thou wilt not hear, but shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that, that ye shall surely perish, and, ye shall not, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land, whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing here it is therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live stop right there that's a verse that's a passage that again you you probably hear um quite a bit yes I, i'm sorry <laughs> sharon turner Stromay, that's exactly who it is. I'm sorry, I just saw that in the chat line. Stromay, Sharon Turner put the uh, artist, that, that French artist's name. That's exactly who it is. Uh, thank you, Sharon. Uh, so apparently you've heard him too. Um, okay, so uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what happens when you pop, pop, pop in like that. Um, but choose life. You see that. You see choose life in so many uh political ads it has become it has become this sort of right wing almost mantra uh, that 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 choosing life being on the side of life is the side of the right it is conservative politics and choosing life is is the way of of the religious right but 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 let me say this let me say this um, first of all, this passage, when it is used in that way, it is actually misused. It is actually, it is actually taken out of context. This is not, this passage is not about, um, abortion rights. It's not about abortion and, or, or a woman's right to choose. It's not about that. 
that is not what is being addressed here. People have taken this verse and made it about life being sacred in the womb. And it it absolutely is. But that is not what this verse is addressing. It's not what this verse is addressing. And so many, so many have made it about that. And, and we made just that phrase, choose life. And, and, and we say it's biblical, choose life. God is on the side of right, or on the side of life. But let me say this: if you if you were doing that, if you were being if you were being honest, even with even with taking that out of context and just saying choose life, if you just did that, you you have to be honest in saying the first verse, the first word of that is choose. So if if you're gonna say choose life, God is on the side of life. That means you just X'd out the word choose, which is choice. Now, I'm not going to get into all of that, but I'm just saying, let's be honest. Let's have some, some, some theological integrity when we are approaching scripture. This verse is not about abortion. It is not about the sacredness of life. This verse is, is, is Joshua saying, listen, uh, or Moses, I'm saying, saying, uh, listen, there is life and death in terms of the choice you make about who, whose God or which God you will serve. That's what this is about. It's, it's making a choice of will you be on the Lord's side? Will God, will Jehovah be your God? And if Jehovah is your God, you are then choosing life. If you reject God, Moses says, you're choosing death. Now, that's what this verse is about. It's not about abortion. But if it were, <laughs> if it were, let's be honest and at least say, choose life. You can't ignore the fact that choice comes before life. God gives us, watch this, the ability to choose. Y'all ain't gonna like me in here. God gives us the ability to choose. You have a choice. And Moses says, I pray that you choose life. Now, now, we all, we all have a choice to make. We all have a choice to make. Whether we will serve the almighty God, Jehovah, or if we will leap unto ourselves false gods, idol gods. And what Moses is saying to the people before he leaves them is, I've been leading you for these number of years, and here is the choice. Life or death, the choice is yours. That, that, that's it. And his prayer is that we, what? Choose life. Choose life. And so why, why choose life? Because life is the gift that God has given. Life is the gift that he gives to us. He says, I, I, want, you, I want you to experience and to, and to enjoy life. So let, let's get into this. Let's, let's dig deeper now because uh, I, I, I only have a few more minutes here. So let's dig deep into this. Go to, go to the book of Psalm 
Psalm number 103. Psalm number 103. Let's look at verses 1 through 5. Psalm number 103, verses 1 through 5. You'll see the psalmist. You know this ver this, this passage, bless the Lord, it says. Here it is. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not what all his benefits. Well, what are the benefits? Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. So here's the first thing. God desires for us to have full life. We, we're going to see this in we see this in this passage that God desires for us to have full life. Psalmist begins, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, all is with me. Bless the Lord. It is it is the beginning. He, he begins this psalm with a with a petition of praise and it's personal praise. He's not asking somebody else to do it. He's saying, bless the Lord, me, my soul. Why? Because I know all the things that God has done for me in my life. What has he done, Psalmist? He has forgiven my iniquities. He has healed my diseases. He redeems my life from destruction. What does that mean? That means, watch this, he saved me. Can anybody, can anybody acknowledge that the Lord saved you? Not Watch this, not just saved your soul, but saved your body. Is there anybody who's ever been in a situation where the Lord saved your physical self? Y'all not talking to me. There, there's some folk, I, I've, I've heard too many testimonies, folk who, who may be on tonight, who, who have been in car accidents and, and the Lord saved your life. That, that's redeeming. He, he, he redeems your life from destruction, not just your eternal life, but your physical life. There's some things that should have killed you. And the Lord redeemed your life. Let me let me let me look at this line and see if anybody is testifying to that, that that there are some things that should have the old folks. I should have been dead and gone. Help me, somebody. I could have been dead and gone. But the Lord redeemed my life, saved me. Save me from this fire. Save me from this flood. Save me from this car accident. Save me from, from, from in this surgery. He saved my life, not just my soul, my life. Yeah, he saved my life. I love that. So, 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 so the psalmist says, I, I'm, I'm going to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, the, the essence of my being, right? Because watch this. He not only saved my soul, but he saved my life. Can anybody, can anybody, oh God, can anybody look back? Okay, you're old enough now. If, you, if you're over 40, if you're over 50, you're old enough now to look back over your life and see some things that the Lord saved you from, right? See some situations that the Lord pulled you out of. See some people that the Lord distanced you and took you out of some circles and in so doing saved your life. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm right. You, you know, I'm right. Yeah. So he said, 
And and so and so God desire and why did he do it? Because he desires for us to have a full life. You don't believe it? Jesus says that very thing in John 10 and 10. John chapter 10, verse 10. You know it. I've come. What does he say? The thief cometh not but for to steal and kill and destroy. He says, I have come, what? That they might have what? Life. That they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Hear me, folks. Jesus did not just come to save your soul. He came to give you a fullness of life on earth. God wants your life to be full and fulfilling on earth. God wants your relationships to be full and fulfilling on earth. God wants your professional career to be full and fulfilling on earth. God wants your emotional life to be full and fulfilling on earth. God is not just interested in saving you to bring you up to heaven. He wants thy will be done on, I wish y'all would help me, on earth as it is in heaven. He says, I've come that you might have life and that more abundantly. And so God, God, God through Christ says, it's okay, Christian. It's okay, saint. It's okay, believer, to enjoy life. To enjoy life. It's okay. It's okay to have a life. It's important to know where your life comes from. I, I, I'm, I'm fixing to go there in a minute. It's important to know what gives you life. Yeah. And, and don't get confused that by enjoying life and enjoying what comes in life, that you confuse that with what gives you life. Help me preach this. Don't confuse with what you enjoy in life with that which brings you life, which who gives you life. Are you hearing me? Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't let don't let the things that you enjoy become the center of your life. No, no. The center of my joy, the center of my life is Christ. He who gives me life and then gives me the ability to enjoy life. Help me somebody. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, so Jesus said, no, the, the, the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. He said, but I've come that you might have life. I want you. I want you to have an experience and not be afraid to enjoy, to experience life in its fullness. Life in all that it provides, life in all that it allows for, right? That is healthy, that, 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 that is edifying, right? That, 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 let, let, me, let me put some guardrails on this, because let me be sure, because I don't know who all is listening yet. It may be some babes in here, so some spiritual babes. So, so when I say enjoy everything, I mean everything that's good, 
There's some people who say you ought to do everything at least once. I'm not one of those people, and I don't believe that the Bible teaches us that. All right. I don't I don't believe that. That you ought to try everything at least once. No, that, that's not true. Now there, there, there's some guard, there's some things that you ought not ever help me, somebody. There's some things you ought not ever try or ever do. Okay. Be clear on that. All right. Some things you ought not ever dabble in or dabble with. But everything that that watch this, that is edifying, everything that is beautiful, that is lovely, that is of good report, everything that that builds builds the human soul, right? That 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 expands the the the, the human heart to to be more loving, to be more understanding. Those are things that are pleasing to God. All right. All right. All right. Let me, you know, let me make sure y'all, y'all get that. Cause I don't want, I don't want anybody leaving here saying the preacher said, the preacher said, no, nah, the preacher didn't say that. The preacher didn't say that. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Go to Revelation. We're going to end here. Revelation chapter 22. Revelation chapter 22. Uh, let's see. Verses one through five, Revelation 22. I got to pull this up on my, on my phone, y'all. I'm sorry. Here we go. Revelation 22 verses one through five. Here it is. It says, and he showed me a pure river of water, a water of life, clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and the lamb of God and, and of the lamb. I'm sorry in the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bare 12 manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations and there shall be no more curse but the throne of god and of the lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him they shall see his face and his name shall be in their foreheads there shall be no night there and they need no candle neither light of the sun for the lord god giveth them light and they shall reign forever and ever so so what i what i want to end on tonight is that while 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 God gives us this great life, He breathes into us <clears throat> the breath of life. Man becomes a living soul. He He gives us all of these this vast creation in order to explore and expand our understanding of the world, expand our horizon, expand our understanding of who God is in relationship to creation. And he gives us the ability to enjoy the fruit of our labors. And, and in fact, uh, the Bible says that is the gift of God for us to enjoy. If we work hard, it's okay to play hard and enjoy that for which we have worked. Outside of all of that, after you've enjoyed life, or let me say, as you have enjoyed life, be sure that you don't put all of your eggs into this life only.
because God offers everlasting life. Everlasting life. It is not just this, this temporal life for which we ought to be concerned, enjoying, you know, the material things here and there. That's good. That's great. Enjoy travel. Enjoy foods. Enjoy culture. Enjoy music. Enjoy all of that, right? But but then there is this, this part of life that is beyond here and now that God offers to us. And it's called everlasting life. And, and the writer in this 22nd chapter of Revelation, he really explains. Revelation is a is 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 probably one of the 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 most understudied Bibles, uh, understudied books of the Bible that we that we need to change. We really need to we really need to start studying the book of Revelation and get a good grasp on the 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 eschatological study of eschatological the end times what happens in the end because that's what revelation explains to us how a new heaven and a new earth comes to be and what happens to the believers and what happens to this world and what happens to those who rule and reign with Christ, right? Um, so we don't have time to get into all of that, but Revelation 22 gives us a picture, gives us a picture of everlasting life. And it begins with this idea of water. It says, show me a pure river of water of life, water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the lamb. The, the, the revelator sees, he is given this picture of heaven. And I need to say this, y'all, because I, for some reason, you know, Christians are, are, are becoming, I think, a bit too, I don't know, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say modern, but 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 just I'll just say unbiblical uh, because because too many times we 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 look at heaven as not some definite thing but almost as maybe maybe there is maybe there is I hope there is but you know no yeah we got to know this y'all. Heaven is real, and so is hell. Hear what I said. Heaven is real, and so is hell. And here it is. It goes back to Genesis. We have a choice. You can choose heaven, or you can choose hell. 
The hope is that we choose life, choose eternal life, choose everlasting life. And we do that when we make Jesus our choice, the choice for being our savior and our redeemer. And so, and so God offers us everlasting life through the choice of Jesus Christ. And here are a few things that we're going to look at, and I'm through for tonight. Um, it says, uh, I, I love this because um, when when we read just these few verses, you get the idea. Now, now watch this. The tree of life is referenced here. It says, in the midst of the street, on the other side of the river, there was the tree of life. Where do you remember that? The tree of life. It says, and it bare 12 manner of fruit and yielded her fruit every month. So watch this, y'all. <laughs> watch this, y'all. Uh, a pear tree bears pears. An apple tree bears apples. An orange tree bears oranges. I think you see where I'm going with this. None of these trees bear fruit except that which is of its kind. Right? And watch this. And all of those trees bear, watch this, their fruit in their season. This tree, this is good preaching material, y'all. This tree, the tree of life, bears 12 different fruits. And it yields it, it says, every month. Which, which means, watch, watch this, first of all, the tree of life, watch this, always has fruit on it. It is never, y'all, Lord, I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to preach in a minute, y'all. The tree of life never is bare. It always has fruit. Y'all, y'all remember, y'all remember when Jesus, when Jesus cursed uh, the fig tree, he looked at the fig tree and he went to the fig tree and he was trying to, he wanted some figs, but it didn't have any, any figs on it. And he cursed it. And, and, and the disciples came back to it the next day and, and, and it was shriveled up and, and it was because it would watch this. It was full of leaves, but no fruit. And, and. And, and what Jesus says is, listen, a fruit, a fig tree is supposed to have some figs on it. And, and, and it must have been fig season because it would have been un, un, un illogical for Jesus to go to the fig tree out of fig season expecting figs, right? So it had to be in season. And even in season, that tree was not producing fruit. And so Jesus cursed it. But the tree of life, y'all, the tree of life 
is never fruitless. It always has fruit on it. Every season, every month, it's producing fruit, which means this is a picture to say, watch this, that everything we need, we have in the tree of life. Y'all, I feel my help right here. That everything we need, we don't ever have to worry or wonder if our needs are met because every month, everything we need, the tree of life has for us. I'm going to close my Bible right there. Because what, what that says is when we are in Christ, we don't ever go through, watch this, a season without fruit. We don't go through a time, watch this, when we're waiting on, on the tree to get some fruit on it. We have every good God Almighty. Y'all, 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 y'all. We have everything we need in Christ at every moment of our lives. Watch this. In every season of our years. And watch this. And what this says is in heaven, in heaven, everything we need, we will have. And we don't have to watch this. Wait on it. Because it's always in season. Help me, somebody. Help me, somebody. It, it's always it's always in season. Now, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me let me go back to it. Let me go back to it. it I'm, it's getting good. Uh, watch this, y'all. Look, I'm through. It says this. Go back to go back to go back to the text. Verse, verse this is verse two. It says, uh, yielded her fruit every month. Watch this. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So watch this, y'all. The the fruit is, is, is for our physical sustenance, whatever we need. But watch this. In heaven, he says, watch this, even the leaves have purpose. Now on earth, the leaves don't do anything. But he says the leaves are for the healing of the nation. In other words, look, look, he says, and, and this is this is why the old folk used to say, ain't no sickness in heaven. <laughs> Every day will be howdy, howdy. Ain't, ain't no, ain't, look, don't have arthritis in heaven. Don't have cancer in heaven. Don't have, why? Because the leaves of the tree well, for the healing of the name, whatever I came with, I don't have it anymore because the, the tree of life heals me. Who is this tree? Good God Almighty. Y'all going to make me, y'all going to make me preach in here. That's why he says in verse three, and there shall be no more curse. There is no cursing. I don't, I'm not talking about from the mouth. I'm talking about you. We have not. Whatever, whatever curse we have been dealt with, dealing with on earth, we, that curse is gone in heaven. Yeah, I, I, that, that's gone. But the throne of God and of the lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him and they shall see his face and his name shall be on his forehead. Verse five, and there shall be no night there and they, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, 
for the Lord God giveth them light and they shall reign forever and ever. So, so watch this. There, there's, watch this. There's nothing that I will need in heaven that I won't have because the tree of life gives me fruit every, every, every day, every time I need some, I get it. I'll never be sick because the leaves of the tree are for my healing. I'll never live in darkness because the God himself is the light that lights heaven, lights my way. So I don't need a candle. I don't need a, 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 a ring light. I don't need a flashlight. There is no darkness. Are y'all hearing me? Heaven is a real place, y'all. I'm through. I'm through because I don't. I don't work the good God. It's seven fifty-seven. I said I wasn't gonna. Y'all make me do that every time. Every time I say I'm not gonna hold you long. Y'all make me go, go in. So uh, <laughs> bless you, bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Love you all. Listen. So enjoy life. Enjoy not only the life that God has given us here on earth, but make sure. Listen. Listen. Bible teaches us. What good is it? If a man shall what? If a man shall what? Have this whole world, right? Yeah. Remember the man who Jesus tells the parable about the, the man who tears down his barns and builds bigger barns in order to store the crop. It's okay to enjoy life, but when you make that your life, when you make, watch this. When you make your life, life itself, in other words, tomorrow is the only thing that you're living for, you miss the fact that one day your soul will be required of thee. Yeah. What good is it to have the whole world and lose your soul? Let's make sure that as we enjoy life, that we also are prepared for eternal life. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm through. I'm through. I'm through. I'm through. I, I'm out of time, but there, there, there's, there's, there's way more word. Amen. But I, I'm out of time. So I'm gonna let you all go. Listen, prayer requests, go ahead and put them in. If you got some prayer requests tonight, go ahead and populate those names. Amen. Love you all. Thank you for sharing with us tonight. Um, Let's see. Did I see any? I didn't see any before that. Uh, Marcus Baker, God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Chris. And, and thank you. Thank you and your wife uh, for la this past Sunday, too. Enjoyed you all this past Sunday. It's all right. It's okay. Amen. Amen. But we will be praying for your co-worker, uh, Marcus Baker. God bless you. Thank you for that. Um Anyone else? Anyone else? Leon Wilson. Okay, we will do that. Thank you, uh, Sister Virginia. We will do just that. God bless you. Is that, that's my, hey, God bless you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's my teacher. Yeah, from Lanier. Coach Wilson. Uh, amen. We will do that. God bless you. Uh, praying for Javen Shelba Moore. God bless you. We will do just that. Amen. Gwendolyn Brown. We will lift you up, Sister Brown, over there in uh, Vicksburg. Amen. Dorothy Aldrich, God bless you. We will be praying for you, uh, Sister Aldrich. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Sister Ford. Uh, Deacon Duvall. Amen. God bless you. We will do that, Sister Aggie. We will lift up uh, Brother Duvall. Uh, continues to work in the hospital, a respiratory therapist. Amen. 
frontline worker, we will lift him up. Uh, keep mom in prayer. She had her leg amputated. Linda Stewart, God bless you. I will do that, Sister Stewart. Thank you for letting us know about that. We will lift up mom. Amen. Pray for the Bell family, Elvira. God bless. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for that. I spoke with her uh, earlier this week. God bless you. Uh, we will keep them in prayer. Uh, praying for the shower family. Husband was killed in an accident today. God bless. Amen. Driving a UPS truck. We will do just that. Sister Littleton, thank you for sharing that with us. So sorry to, so sorry to hear that. I want to make sure um, if you can give me some more information on that, I, I want to make sure I, if I know that family, we want to reach out to them. Uh, Shirley Bell in Baton, Baton Rouge. God bless you. Thank you for that, Sister Moody. We will do just that. Uh, Kimberly Wheaton lost her mother, Faye Foster. God bless you. Thank you, Sister Faye. Uh, we will lift them up. Stephanie, amen. God bless you. Husband saying, pray for his wife. God bless you. We will do that. Amen. Sister Montgomery, Mother Montgomery, amen. Thank you, Sister Sims. Amen. God bless you for that. Amen. We will pray. We will pray for, for New Ard, your sister, Sister Roselle. Amen. We will do that, Sister Roselle. Amen. God bless you. We will do just that. We will lift all of these names up before the Lord and keep them on our hearts and on our minds. Amen. Praying for our nation. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for that. Listen, again, uh, I want to encourage you if you have not, uh, because we are, we are family, you all. We're family. Um, we, we, we enjoy fellowship with one another and we're doing our best uh, to enjoy life as we can, as it is um, very different now. Uh, life in, in many respects is, is being reconfigured and, and in some ways redefined uh, because of, uh, of, of this season of this pandemic. Um, but we want, we want as a church family uh, to be as connected as we can, to stay as connected as we can, to experience fellowship as much as we can, and to be there for each other as much as we can. Uh, and so we are asking you again, on last week, we sent out uh, the Cade, Cade uh, wellness check-in. Uh, if you have not taken the assessment, it's about three minutes. Uh, it does not take long, so go ahead. Um, uh, text wellness Cade to 90888. If you don't have the link, you can text those words wellness Cade to 90888, or uh, there should be a link uh, in the time chat. So, whichever way you do that, uh, make sure that you do that because we are able uh, to, to know how our congregation uh, is doing. Uh, you help us uh, take the pulse of the congregation. Uh, by checking in with us. There's there, there are not a whole, whole lot of ways for us to, to assess the health, the well-being of our people uh, outside of these digital ways. Uh, uh, and so this really helps us to do that. So by all means, it takes about two to three minutes for you to do that. Do that if you haven't done so already. Amen. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you are the giver of every good and perfect gift. And thank you that you have given us life. Thank you, God, that you have given us your son who says that he came that we might have life that more abundantly. And so God, we pray that 
we will be, not be afraid to experience life in its fullness. But Lord, where we have shortchanged ourselves, where we have lived out of fear uh, and in that way not uh, allowed ourselves to experience life and, and all that you have given for us to do, God, we repent of that. We repent of, of not experiencing creation, uh, of not caring for creation and not um, doing that which allows creation to bring within us and to build within us an appreciation for life. God, we pray now that as we step into life, that we do so safely uh, in this new world, this context, God, that we would not be foolish, but that we would walk by faith, uh, that we would follow all of the precautions and protocols necessary, uh, that we would uh, be safe in this, this season of pandemic. God, I thank you that even as life is different right now, that this has not taken you by surprise. So God, I pray now that you keep all of us safe in this life. God, I speak the blessing of life over those who are on right now, those who are listening right now. God, I pray for healing right now, wholeness right now, whether it be COVID or cancer, whether it be high blood or low blood, God, whatever the illness or malady, thank you, Lord, that you are the redeemer of life and you are the healer of all of our diseases. Lord God, right now, I pray a blessing of healing upon all those right now who are listening. Regulate what is out of, out of line and out of order. Fix and restore in the name of Jesus. Heal right now, touch right now. God, where some are giving up, Lord, restore our hope and increase our faith evermore in Jesus' name. Oh God, I feel your presence. God, right now, manifest a miracle in the name of Jesus because you are the giver of life. Thank you, oh God, in Jesus' name. Now, God, we lift up all who have been called out in our chat, all who are on our hearts, all who are on our minds, all who remain in our spirits. Lord, touch right now. Minister as only you can in the name of Jesus. And we will give you the glory, the honor, and all the praise. We believe it to be done now in Jesus' name and for his sake. We pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Love you all. We will see you soon. Be safe. Keep your mask. Keep your mask. Be safe. Wash your hands. Don't do anything you don't have to do. And God will see us through. I love you. We'll see you soon.